Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our sixth episode of the GMG Movies Show. I am one of your hosts for this evening, afternoon, evening, night, whichever you, whichever time you're watching this morning or listening to this. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, Mr. Mark Boucher, and I, of course, am here with the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Mm, How are you? Good. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, so uh, if you couldn't tell by the title and everything that, that points to this, we are talking about uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, so we're going we're gonna to give our spoiler-free thoughts first before we decide to hop over the oh, spoiler. Oh, spoiler-free, spoiler-free. <laughs> Save the spoilers. Um, and then uh, we'll go right into the nitty-gritty of it um, and, and talk about specifics on, on uh, Quantumania, mm-hmm. uh, which is the 31st entry uh, from Marvel Studios. Whoa. Which, now which that you is, say that, that's crazy. Which is hilarious because Ant Man's Ant Man or Scott Lang used to work for Baskin Robbins. Thirty one flavors. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, hilarious! Um, Man, the last time I ranked the the Marvel movies was when there was twenty. Yeah, <laughs> there's been eleven more since I ranked them, and no signs of stopping. At no, least, well, maybe. I don't know the way that we get to do it. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start with our spoiler free thoughts of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I will Mm -hmm. let you do the honors of going first. So spoiler free. uh, I love Ant-Man. I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is such a comedian. You know, he knows how to take a script and make it him. And it's, it's Paul Rudd through and through. Um, I, I, I love it. Uh, the, the side characters, you know, with not really side characters, but the wasp, you got, the uh, Hank Pym, um, you got Cassie, you know, just like the normal, the normal characters, uh, within the family. And, uh, I think, I think it was, uh, they, they did a very good job with the chemistry between all of them. Um, the, where, where it goes in the, in the movie and, it's a whole different world. You know, we're in the quantum mania, basically. You know, quantum world. quantum realm. If it felt, it felt like, like kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, they're in just some random worlds with some random beings, and um, that's what that's that's what it felt like without the '80s music. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I I I enjoyed the story. The there was a lot of comedy. Um. It's Ant Man. There's going to be and Marvel. I mean, let's be honest. There's going to yep. be some comedy in it. There's going to be some, you know, some slapstick. There's going to be some some funny things. There's going to be some callbacks. Uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this this movie through and through. It was to me. I don't know. I feel, it felt short. It was only. It was two hours and five minutes. But I felt like it was short because I could have watched a little bit more of this movie. Um, whether that was you know another fifteen twenty minutes. Um, there's some things that I wish they would have done. Um, so that's like the, the missing 15, 20 minutes that I wish they would have done because they kind of like did these, they just jumped into the movie. And yeah. so, um, I, I, I wish there was, you know, me, I like a little bit of a backstory. I like that kind of stuff. Um, I like a little background. I like to get, like to get invested. And some of it, I felt like I wasn't, I didn't get invested in some of these characters because, uh, of the, 
no backstory kind of thing. Right. Um, but uh, but overall, I mean, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a, definitely a popcorn Marvel. Not one of the best Marvel movies. Not one of the worst. I felt like it was the middle of the road. But really, if I mean, I love Marvel. I enjoy Marvel. And a halfway decent Marvel movie is a really good movie for me. Yeah. So, um, you know, like you said, 31 movies. If I were to rank this off the top of my head, it'd be around 16. Yeah. It could be 16 to 20 uh, if I were to sit down. Um, I, and so um, really, really interested the way they've – is this officially the next phase? Yeah, of we're in Marvel? phase five. So this is phase five, and I understand how it's phase five. They, they, they've, they're pretty much, it felt like they're, they're going to be leading up to something more. Um, so I'm really, it kind of made me interested because it felt like the, the previous movies, they were standalones and it didn't really feel like they were like, Hey, we're going to put some breadcrumbs into these movies. And then, uh, and then it's going to, there's going to be a payoff. And it felt like this movie was the official start. Like, okay. This is more than this is more than just a breadcrumb. This is a this is a loaf of bread that they've put in in this movie, and so I'm uh, you know I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes uh, because there's been I mean some of the recent movies I'm like these are these are okay you know these are okay movies I I enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder you know was like a, same as this not the best not the worst um, but it felt like this movie was is leading up to something more and which yeah. I'm really excited about, which was what the original, the first, first few phases of, of the, uh, the cinematic MCU, you know, it was, we're leading up to Thanos. And so it was like, they're going to, they're, you know, they're taking their time. Um, and I hope they continue to do that. They can continue to take their time. Um, which I felt like this is what they're doing. They're leaving the breadcrumbs, uh, to go along. Um, but I, I, Enjoyed this movie. The after credits kind of thing, you know, leads into into, into other things, um, which just normal Marvel stuff. They have their after credits, which yep. I which I particularly enjoy with Marvel movies. I love the epilogue stuff. I love that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought this was great. Um, I this this movie was like a eight out of ten Marvel movie. You know, it was it was not a not like it's not. Iron Man one, or this isn't Thor eleven or the Thor Ragnarok, uh, or Captain America: Civil War. It's not that caliber of stuff, uh, but this is one of those movies where it's like this is incremental. This is this is instrumental. Sorry, instrumental to where the the rest of the Marvel movies are going. Um, so yeah, eight out of ten. There you go, sweet deal. Um, yeah, for me, like I was, I was pretty uh, optimistic about this movie uh coming in and um you know i i always uh, like you i love the ant-man movies um you always know you're gonna get some 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 funny hijinks uh involving obviously uh ants and and people of different size and things like that yeah yeah. um and paul rudd is amazing and the the whole cast i think is is amazing in this movie um and um i don't know how how much you heard about the the reviews for this movie um, i was total i mean like i told i i think i mentioned this on our previous episode on the gmg life episode is i didn't even realize this movie was out uh yeah. like except like the day before or two days before and you're like hey you're gonna see the ant-man i'm like oh my gosh that's out this weekend so i was on pretty much blackout on accident with yeah. this movie so 
it is currently sitting on Rotten Tomatoes, and not that to rot- Rotten Tomatoes is the end all be all. Of I mean, movies. Dude, where's my car? Like, yeah. I loved that movie, and that's pretty bad rated, yeah. you know. So, on I the rev- I enjoy my stuff. On the review side of things, right now, it is sitting at a forty-eight percent. How so? Uh, in comparison to the other Marvel movies, does it show like? Is it is this... the second lowest. What is the Marvel? lowest? That is a wonderful question. Is that Thor Dark World? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let really? Me Why that. is it that low? And and just to just to compare, uh, the audience score uh-huh. 80, 84%. Oh my gosh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. So let me see what sometimes the, critics uh, are just they're they're not this isn't American beauty, this is an Oscar winner kind of stuff. This is fun. These are fun movies. Enjoy it for what it is critics calling you out critics let me see what if i can pull up what the lowest is trying to pull it up sometimes when you're eating like popcorn or pretzels and drinking an icy you know like it's it really it kind of like amplifies the movie you know critics why don't you why don't you uh, enjoy yourself while you're watching these movies instead of getting out a, a pen and paper and like oh you know i can't believe they did this <laughs> So Eternals is the lowest at Uh, at 47%. uh, Whoa, right there. Yeah, which, funny thing, I haven't seen Eternals yet. That's, I mean, at this point, I mean, it, you don't, you don't need to. Yeah. You know, unless they're, they're gonna, they're gonna have a movie later that's gonna pull in the Eternals. It was a standalone, and it was a story. It was a side story, it feels like, right now. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it was a made-for-TV movie. Like, it really... So, um, I yeah. would not recommend seeing Eternals because it doesn't connect to anything at this point. And and I'm telling you, this is not... This movie is not 48% material. This as this is more in the 84% Agreed. side of things. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Enjoyed, I enjoyed this movie. I had a great time with it. I think this movie is much better than than Thor: Love and Thunder, and I enjoyed Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, was that a perfect movie? No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. But um, I have always said that even Marvel's like middle of the road movies are still good movies. Yeah. Um, they, you know, like you said, they're not like the super landmark event things, but um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang standout. Wow. Yeah, it was good. I, if he is the, the actual big bad going forward of, of, of the rest of these, uh, few phases is like, he's, if he's the Thanos, I'm all down for that. It's Um, crazy that if he's the Thanos, I mean, Thanos was just like barely in a lot of the Marvel movies, a lot of them. Yeah. And if, even if he was in it at all, and so with him, with with Jonathan Majors being Kang and in the Loki show and in Ant Man, I'm like, there, he's in it a lot. Yeah. So and 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 I think, you know, obviously, spoiler territory. We'll we'll, we'll talk about where they're going from here with him. But, um, but uh, yeah, absolutely loved him in this movie. Um, yeah, I think there were some undeveloped. Under de- underdeveloped characters uh, that maybe we didn't spend as much time on, and we did jump into the quantum realm real quick. Um, 
because it was like uh, it had to have been like maybe five ten minutes into the movie <laughs> it was yeah you're, you're there you're in the quantum realm but yeah. i guess in a movie called quantum mania that that only makes sense mm-hmm. um I only scored it slightly below lower than you mm-hmm. uh, at 7.5 holes out of 10. Oh, yeah, that's a good score. That's <laughs> a good score. But that's still that's still a good movie. It's not like like this is a trash movie in, in my opinion at all. Yeah. So um, I I recommend it. I recommend you see it. Um, so. Now that we have given our spoiler-free reviews of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, we are hopping over the spoiler wall. So, of course, if you have not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, pause this podcast, go see it, then come on back and yeah. uh, and uh, listen to what we have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we are officially uh, uh, spoiler-filled right now. Spoilers! Spoilers! Um so yeah, we start off this movie, you know, it's, you know, typical status quo. This is post, you know, all the Avengers Endgame stuff. And, uh, and um, Scott Lang is, is living a good life. He's, uh, he's written a, a book. Um, well, oh, hold on, hold on. Doesn't it, before we get to there, I can't remember what it started. He's walking down the street. And yeah. he's just like talking about himself, and people are like ooing and awing about you know being so close to Ant Man. And he goes to this coffee shop, and they're like, "Your money's no good here." And he's like, "Oh, you're so nice." And he's while he walks out, and the owner's like, "Oh, thank you. Thank you're you. so great, Spider Man." <laughs> I laughed so hard. I'm like, but I was the only one to laugh in the movie theater when I was watching it, and oh, I was like, gosh. "How am I?" the only one laughing at this <laughs> and i love i love just the subtle i, I like, love you spider-man <laughs> i love the subtle as he's walking out and he's got the coffee in his hand he's like <laughs> he's like mm, yep. mm, and walks out the door but yeah yeah, yeah. that's the uh, kind of humor that's in this movie that is just so great yep absolutely but yeah he has written a successful book look out for the little guy which, which is going to be coming out on Amazon in like an September actual, an of this year, book. 2023. Actual book. Am I going to read it? 100% yes. Yes, absolutely. Makes me sad that it's not coming out until September. Like Marvel, come on. You should have had that ready to go for the same week as release of the movie. <sighs> right. Like that's just marketing 101. Right. But, but I... I I digress, but yeah, yeah, living his best life. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got, um, hope Van Dyne They're 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 got a nice little relationship going on and everything. And they've got the Ant-Man family with, uh, uh, Hank and, um, and Janet Van Dyne. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, Hank, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're living a good life, but ultimately, um, you know, he's got some regrets. He's got a little bit of regrets because, you know, he's got now a teenage uh, Cassie because uh, because he missed out on five years of her life. Yeah. Uh, due to the due to the blip or snap, whichever you'd like to call it. Um, and so obviously he's uh, he's he's kind of regretting the time that he missed. Um, and uh, Cassie's a little bit of a troublemaker. Uh, she's uh, she's protesting and getting arrested and everything and 
and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought this was hilarious. The whole scene where the cops like, where is it? Where did you, what did you do with it? Give it back to me. <laughs> she just pulls out of a little police car. Yep, a little police car. <laughs> she made it smaller. Doing, yeah, doing the funny. same, doing the same stuff, same stuff that, uh, that her dad was doing with that tank. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and then we get to, basically we get, we get right to it. Like we said, within the first five, 10 minutes of the movie, um, you know, they're, they're at, um, Janet and, and, and Hank's house, Mm -hmm. um, having, having dinner and everything. And after, uh, Scott just sprang Cassie out of jail and everything. And, and she's like, Hey dad, guess what we, guess what we built. We're actually doing some good. And, and she's kind of giving him a hard time about like, he's kind of resting on his laurels and his successes and not actually going out and doing good in the world. Uh, which yeah. I mean, I mean, he just saved the world. I mean, yeah. come on, you give him a, give him a break. All, all good heroes deserve a rest, but right. um, I guess there's no, no real rest for, for superheroes, but uh, yeah. So they are doing some uh, experiments with, with like ants and things like that. And uh they're doing some stuff with the quantum realm, like trying to to paint. It's like a, a signal. Yeah, and that. Cassie just makes this by herself in the basement. Like, like I don't know if you remember uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp when they have this huge, huge room and it took them years and years and years and decades to figure out how to get Janet back from the quantum realm. And then Cassie just d- does it within a few short months by herself. Yep. Like uh, what? Yep. But at this point I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, it's a Marvel movie. I'm just going to go with it. Smarty pants. Sometimes you just got to go with it. But I'm like, <laughs> there's no way, there's no way this, I could not like, I can, I can like, it's kind of like Jurassic park or Jurassic world where um, Jessica Chastain is running through the, entire forest with her heels but there's dinosaurs i can understand dinosaurs but i can't believe she's running heels like the same thing i can believe that they're gonna go into the quantum realm but i can't believe that cassie just made this thing <laughs> you know smart girl i guess but yeah um but yeah so they decide to uh, go downstairs and check out this new this new device that she has created mm-hmm and uh, so Janet freaks out because she has very much not wanted to talk about the the quantum realm and her experiences there. Yeah, totally okay with Scott Lang going in the quantum realm, but you know, she kind of doesn't want to talk about it. like, well, because if you if you notice like that that end credit scene where she has him kind of collecting stuff in the quantum realm, yeah, and then that's when he gets stuck. Uh huh. And. But no, she doesn't want to talk about anything about. She doesn't want to talk about the quantum realm at all. That is a one eighty, if I've ever seen one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she is. She's very much not comfortable with it, um, and pretty much almost breaks the device, um, and which essentially causes it to freak out and create this big old portal. Mm-hmm. And off we go into the into the quantum realm. Um. So, Which is crazy, by the way. Like, I don't know if do you do you remember from the Ant Man when they, uh, the other the previous movie when they get into the into the quantum realm to pull Janet. You know, they're like 
mask, helmet, you know, gear and all that stuff. They're just falling in, you know, regular clothes. You know, they're just like no mask, no gas mask or hot oxygen mask. They're, just, they're in there, the quantum realm. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. They've yeah. adapted. <laughs> I know, exactly. The blip did something, apparently. Yep. Yep. It's all good. But uh, yeah, so we go ahead and, and start our adventure. Um, oh, and we didn't, uh, we actually didn't talk about, and I think about it. Um, and they actually go back to it later in the movie, of course. Um, yep. That, that opening scene with, with Janet. Um, and all of a sudden, this ship comes crashing down. Right, right, right. And these these like blue mantis looking type creatures start attacking her, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden she gets saved by Kang. Yeah, he's like, "What is this place?" Yep, yep. So that's our that's our first introduction to Kang. Of course, we don't know. Well, it was second because he was in Loki. The show. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but he was what is it? He who remains or whatever. Yeah, it's different Kang variants. Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, so we're in the uh we're in the quantum realm. Uh we're experience, experiencing all the strange creatures and and uh and atmosphere of this location and and Janet's immediately in survival mode. Um she she needs to get out as as quickly as possible. I mean, she lived it for decades. Yep. She yeah. said I think she's like 30 years, I think something like that. Mhm. Um but uh yeah so the adventure begins of trying to and and i guess they get split off from so it's it's hope janet and hank get split from cassie and uh scott right and so that's where we we meet this new cast of characters these quantum realm freedom fighters if you will Mm -hmm. uh which this was one of the funniest parts of this movie was meeting these guys. Drink um, the juice. <laughs> drink, drink the, the juice. Ooh, drink the. <laughs> um, which um, like, I I don't know where that was going, but I love the fact that, um, you know, they're talking in this random language, and all of a sudden, you know, they they makes them drink this ooze, and then all of a sudden, you just get this. Oh, hi! You can hear me now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> the guy, the, the the like little jelly orb thing that he has no holes. That character, I don't know if he has a name or not, but that he probably ca- does. That character was the comedic relief in this in this movie. I know, I know that Paul Rudd, he's he's got his comedy in him, and they do all these things. But that character, I loved seeing that character on the screen whenever that character was on. Fantastic. The writing for that character was hilarious. How many holes do you have? And he goes, and you, the guy with the, the telepath, like, he has seven. <laughs> and you know that every person in that room, at the same time that Paul Rudd was going, you're, you're, you're trying to think, do, do, I, <laughs> do have, I have seven? <laughs> do I have seven? Um, but uh, yeah, that, that whole scene introducing these characters, I'm trying to figure out. Um, so David Desmalchin, um, he has been in the Ant-Man movies previously. I'm trying to find what his character's name is. Who, the telepath guy? No, not the telepath guy. So where is it? The uh, goop guy? The walking goop? No, not the goop guy. Um, he was in, he was Kurt. 
he was one of the 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 two guys that was working with um so you've got michael pena's character yeah the guy that always tells like the funny stories that sure counts and yep. then you have the other guy oh okay the other guy he was working on security with yes okay he is the voice of the pink blob guy nice <laughs> that's cool because i because i um i was i was watching the credits obviously after the the movie was over and and i saw davis da- david desmach and i'm like where was he his character wasn't in this movie and then I, mm-hmm. I went back and looked like oh he played a different character ah. he did the voice of another character yeah um so yeah uh, apparently that character's name is veb veb uh, yes okay. all, right. all right um pink blob sounds better yes <laughs> But uh, we get introduced to all these these freedom fighters, and and then of course, uh, on the other side of things, uh, Janet meets up with uh, some strange group of like traveling people with this big old like manta ray thing that she is able to ar- arrange a ride, mm-hmm. um, and they end up coming to this particular area to meet up with this this one character uh, that that they need help with. And he he's he's the one that's gonna help. Um and I I don't remember the character's name at all. Um I'm pretty sure his name was Bill Murray. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's the exact name. But yes, yeah. of course, this character is played by none other than Bill Murray. And I had forgotten that he was gonna be in this movie. I didn't even know he was gonna be in it. Yeah. They had mentioned that he's gonna be in it, but he was gonna be some other some other role. But I mean, this is very much a Bill Murray role. Um, you know, very much the like um, sleazy kind of, you know, rich guy that, uh, oh, I'm a lord now and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. He's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I tried to fight it, but man, he gave it to me anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and of course, you know, Janet has been, been freaked out this whole time because she's, she's been afraid of Kang finding her. Um, and uh, and you come to find out that that uh, Bill Murray's character is now working with Kang. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even though Janet and this Bill Murray's character were freedom fighters for many years, uh, it seems that Bill has now joined the dark side. Mm. Um, and uh, and so obviously things get real turned around because you know they're obviously basically in a trap. Um, where um he's feeding him to Kang, feeding these guys to Kang. Mm-hmm. Um but uh what did you think of of Bill Murray's character uh, overall? I think he was perfect. I yeah. think perfect for that role. Um the way his yeah he's got a he's got a way with uh the words words um and the way he just navigated that conversation with them. Um I thought it was fantastic. Um I loved he's he's like and you know he, he's he's like that like little love interest between him and Janet and yeah. Hank's like, Hey, wait a second. What are you guys talking about? And Janet's like, I've been down. He was down here for 30 years. you know, a woman's got needs and he's like, I got needs and he's and <laughs> it's like, Oh, gross. So uh, hope is like, ah, gross, you know, kind of thing. So um, I thought it was, I thought this scene was perfect. You know, the way um, they were kind of like reminiscent and he's like, you know what? Um, I'm a bad guy now, basically. He's, and so uh, they had, you know, like, Later on in the conversation, you know, they realize that and they try to get away. And and then if if you noticed it, there was just like a centerpiece of a uh, a meal 
and it looked like some sort of squid or whatever. Yep. And as they're jumping away, you know, Hope throws in the, you know, embiggen as it were on it, and it just grows and takes out the entire like anybody that was near it. I thought that was a perfect way to do that. Yep. Yep. Technically, don't ever actually see Bullring die. He just gets thrown. Yeah. But um, anybody that dies off screen doesn't die. Yep. Fair yep. enough. Uh, so yeah, so these, so they uh, obviously escape using uh, Bill Murray's character's ship mm-hmm. uh, that he ceremoniously lands in that area on. Um, but uh, yeah, they use that to escape. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Cassie and and uh, and Scott are are with these these free other freedom fighters when all of a sudden they are attacked, um, and uh, that's because a certain person is looking for them uh someone known as the conqueror uh and uh we find out that cassie's got a suit yeah not only did she all of a sudden have time to create this quantum mania realm beacon but she also is she also has a suit and i'm like oh my gosh it took forever i don't know it feels like this is one of the things i was talking about during my spoiler free, I was like, I love origin stories. Like, seriously, I would have loved to see a uh, vignette of sorts of Cassie working on this, whether that was later in the movie and they do a flashback of her working on it and becoming um, whatever her name is. I don't know if she has like, is she like the bee or is she, you know, she like has the, a name. I she's think. the honeybee or whatever, you know, like, I don't know, but she's. Uh, I would have loved to see her become that character, get his, that suit created. If there was music playing, you know, and, and they're there, and Hank is creating this suit. That's the kind of thing I would have loved to see because I felt like she was just like, "Hey, I'm a superhero now, and I'm going to be part of the Marvel MCU. Let's let's just let's just everyone accept it." Um, I would have loved to see some sort of background origin story for her for sure. She is Stinger in the comics. Whatever. Um, yeah, I would love to see some, like, you know, give me, give me five minutes of that. You know, that's all, that's all I wanted to see, you know, because it felt like she was like, Hey, I have a suit. Yeah. She said she had a suit earlier in the movie, but she's like, yeah, I told you I had a suit. And then she's, she's just it. And I'm like, uh, it felt like I got cheated a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, obviously they're trying to, uh, to defend themselves from, uh, from this attack of these, these robot creatures and, um, you know, she wants to go, Cassie wants to go help, uh, these freedom fighters and Scott's kind of like, no, we need to run. We need to go home and, and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, she ends up, up taking off and everything. And, um, and, uh, then they find out, then the freedom fighters find out that these two are connected with Janet Van Dyne. Um, so they obviously know Janet and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember how they get captured. Who Cassie and Cassie and Scott. Um, they get captured. Yep. They got captured somehow. <laughs> Did they get captured by Modoc? I think, yeah, I think that's what it was. And speaking of Modoc, like I understand Modoc is a comic book character. And he's like Krang, where it's just like, this is unrealistic kind of thing. Yeah. And so 
Kang, you know, like, or sorry, Kang, not Kang, but Modok, he's got this, you know, gold plated, like, skull suit, very small limbs and all that stuff. He looks like he could do some damage, you know, because of, because of his huge, like, skull uh, plated face. Um, and then he's just like, he pulls back and is like, Darren? You know, and if you've, if, if the way his face was, um it looked like if you've ever you know years ago uh watched something that was four by three ratio but you had it on a wide screen so you stretched it <laughs> so it was on your it was the, the entire screen for your widescreen tv that's what his face looked like and i couldn't i couldn't get past that um it was the biggest gripe in this movie like I could get behind. I'm fine with not having an origin story, but just it didn't look like um, proportionate. It looked like his face was smushed and or stretched or all of the above. And it just anytime, like when he had his skull, you know, plated face, he looked awesome. But when he took it off and it was just Darren, um, there was, I felt like it was a, it, it just didn't look, um, it it just looked too smushed for me. Yeah, yeah. It some like some of the some of the CG because Darren's movie, face is long and thin, right? You know, so when it was in that, it was like just this huge fat face, and it yeah. just didn't look like him. Yeah, I don't so even know how people remind. It was like Darren, like if your face was like that, and it was huge and wide, and I'm like, there's no way. You are you me. Clark Kent? Is that you? <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, some of the some of the CG in this movie I think was a little on the wonky side mm. um, for for Marvel standards, and this was this was one of them. Modok um, just looked like I get, and and when they first introduced the fact that Modok was gonna be in this movie, and they saw like the the gold mechanized version of of the like of the face is a yeah. faceplate. People were like, oh, that looks terrible. They're not going to go with the, the actual realistic king. And so Marvel's like, are you sure you really want that? And then and because this is what you're getting. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, um, was... I mean, good on them for a callback of what happened to Darren, uh, what happened to the yellow jacket. But um, yeah, this this just looked a little wonky uh, to me. But um, yeah, so uh, these these forces that attack are led by Modok, and so Cassie and Scott are captured and brought to Kang's fortress, uh, where uh, they 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 meet up with Kang, and uh, mm. Kang is 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 quite ruthless. This is where Jonathan Majors really shines. He did, yeah. Um, like when when he first you know, arrives and, and starts talking with them in their, in their cells. And, um, Scott's all like, you've made a mistake. I'm an Avenger. And he's like, an Avenger. Have I killed you before? And, and then, and he's like, are, are you the one with the hammer? I'm like, no, that's Thor. We, we, we get, he get knows. mixed up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the fun part. Same yeah. body type. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all of a sudden Modoc shows up and, and starts talking and just immediately with just, just a flick of the finger, just one little just, flick of the finger yeah. just against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's, he's very, very powerful. Uh, and uh, you come to find out from on, on the Van Dyne's side of things and, and Hank, Hank Pym 
uh, she Janet finally goes into more of 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 Kang's story and the fact that he was exiled in the quantum realm mm-hmm. um, and um, his his ship his time or his yeah um, multiversal machine uh, was broken the core of the machine was broken and Janet helped him fix it. Oh yeah, this let's fix it in the quantum realm where there's this lint and pieces of paper here. <laughs> this is Kang and, and Janet Van Dyne we're talking. About. I, I guess, I guess. But uh, yeah, when she uh, ends up, you know, fixing it and everything, she uh, she gets a little touchy touchy with his ship, and then gets a nice little vision of who Kang actually is, um, and uh, improvises quickly to. Uh, Basically, embiggen the core, yeah, and uh, and uh, send it to a place where Kang couldn't get it. So it basically ruins his plans because he's he's looking to essentially destroy multiple timelines, um, and and get vengeance on the people who exiled him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so there's these this combination, the meeting of these two, where uh. Cassie uh, and and Scott they are essentially forced by Kang to um, retrieve this core uh, and and return it to normal size using the uh, the pim particles. Yeah. And and so this this gets crazy. This gets really crazy. All the possibilities <laughs> are coming through. Um, and and so the forces in in order so that uh, Kang will not hurt Cassie, uh, Scott is forced to enter this this uh, this whole area with where the core is and face essentially multiple probable versions of of himself. And even the Paul Rudd or Paul Rudd, even the Scott Lang that is from Baskin Robbins was there. <laughs> Yeah, Jack. Uh, you see the you see the the yeah. name name tag is named Jack. So funny. Uh, which uh, yeah, so uh, he starts duplicating into these multiple possible versions of himself. And I tell you what, this this scene, if it if you there's this was this and another scene, uh, it reminded me of Matrix reloaded where they were like all of a sudden it was agent smith coming from all areas and all doors coming through to take on neo this is what it felt like it was just a bunch of people like what are we doing here but it's got that ant-man humor so yeah it did yeah yeah. what the heck's going on what are we doing Uh (laughs) uh-huh and uh so ultimately he starts drowning in these multiple panicking uh, uh, Scott Langs, um, but then finally he hears uh, Cassie's voice, who has she has escaped from her prison and retrieved the Freedom Fighters, uh, and have intercepted uh, this signal because Kang is trying to escape from the quantum realm, and he is formulated. He now he's he's formulating this plan to try to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got this army of of all these created robots and stuff that he's going to basically launch all out war on these different timelines. Um, and um, and so Cassie intercepts the 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 feed that Kang was on, and uh, Scott hears her voice, and that gives him the the motivation that he needs. 
And then all of his multiple selves actually start helping him rise up. Like World War Z. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To try to uh, basically shoot a pin particle into the into the core Mm -hmm. to shrink it down. Finally gets to the top and nothing. Nothing. One (laughs) pin particle didn't work. Didn't work at all. Uh, But then uh, Hope Van Dyne shows up. Mm hmm. And so more than one set of pin particles, they're finally able to, to shrink the core and everything. Uh, Kang uh, gets a hold of the, uh, of the core mm-hmm. and uh, he's about to carry out his plan. He's, he's got that core. He's got things ready to get set up and everything. Um, and then who shows up, but Hank Pym and this army of ants, of super smart ants. I knew those ants would come back into play, and I totally forgot about them because that was like the you know the the small little ant farm. They're like, yeah, oh, they're they're creating their own farm. You know, they're all smart. Bring them to the quantum realm, which they've been in the quantum realm for hundreds of years. Yeah, uh, because time works differently down there. Down there, I don't know how they were there for hundreds of years. And the rest of them weren't like I don't understand how all that works. Any explanation yeah. there? Yeah, I don't know. Because, <laughs> because Marvel. I know. I was like, wait a second. How were they down there so long? Just, just go with it. Suspension okay. of disbelief. All right. Um. So, yeah, everything's everything's coming to a head. These freedom fighters. Uh, they've been motivated by Cassie to try to actually fight for their freedom once again after being scared of Kang for so long. Uh, you've got um, you've got Scott that has embiggened himself. He is giant man and is is heading towards Kang because he is angry at Kang because uh, he basically broke off his deal, this deal that they made. Um, and then Cassie is trying to make it to help out and she gets attacked by Modok, a.k.a. Darren, and uh, and so they're fighting and everything, and finally she gets the upper hand, uh, and and defeats him, and really makes him think about his being place a dork. In all of this. Don't be a dork. Yes, there, there's another word being used there that we're not going to use. <laughs> yeah, use your imagination, but he's yep. a dork. Yep. Um, and really gets. <laughs> I love that. I love that moment. Yep. It's like it's like, but I'm always going to be a dork. What, what, what just, do I just? What do I do? Don't then? be a dork. <laughs> it's never too late. um but uh yeah he ends up coming to the to the good side and and he's helping fight off kang and everything and then the 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 ants show up and everything and um then they they finally get the 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 machine fixed uh to open up and i'm i'm jumping over no yeah keep going that's fine you're fine you're fine yeah um they finally get the portal fixed uh, to go back to the regular world and um, Kang has seemingly been defeated um, by, by the freedom fighters and Ant-Man and all those guys. And, um, and, and unfortunately Modok slash Darren dies uh, as succumbs to his wounds. Yeah. But he died an Avenger though. I love that. They're like, <laughs> at least I'm going to die an Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh then they finally yeah so hope janet 
Hank and Cassie finally uh, get back to the normal world. But then suddenly uh, Scott is stopped mm-hmm. uh, by, by Kang, who is uh, fighting him once again. Uh, he's, the, the portal is still open and everything, and they get into this knockdown, drag-out fight. They're beating the crap out of each other, which I don't know that, that Scott Lang could beat the crap out of Kang. Like, have you ever nope. seen Jonathan Majors? Like, he's jacked. Um, I don't think that would happen. And he wasn't using any of his like Ant Man, you know, I mean, you go, kind of skills. You go back to the moment where they're sitting in their like prison cells and he just moves a finger and it goes crazy. Like, wow, is Ant Man doing this? Yeah. I know like Jonathan Majors kind of beat up from the fight before, but. I mean, just move three fingers and, you know, so, yeah. and then you're good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, they're they're fighting and everything. And then uh, ultimately. Uh, I'm trying to remember what happened from there. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of this credits. Like, yeah. Credits, <laughs> yes, just ended. Um, yeah, I'm doing a lot of this for memory. So you're doing a uh, great job for memory. <laughs> I tell you what, hats off to you. Let's pause this podcast right now. Everybody listening, give Mark a round of applause right oh, now you, from doing this from memory. Yeah, Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so um, Kang starts attacking Scott. Nearly beats him into submission. Hope comes back out of the out of the uh the portal back into the quantum realm mm-hmm. oh to, that's right yeah to to help out uh and try to stop kang and they um and then the portal shuts and dun, dun, uh, dun. they they knock kang into the into the power core which messes it up um and then um kang, kang gets sucked into the 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 realm effect that's being created from the the multiversal effect being created by the the power core being broken gets sucked into it he's gone mm-hmm. but uh but scott and cassie are seemingly stuck in the in the quantum realm until cassie suddenly fixes the the device and they're able to come back <laughs> so that was kind of a quick fix but yeah yep um but uh yeah they're able to return back um you know scott's able to return to his normal life as spider-man yeah but at least that guy remembers that he's not spider-man he's the actual <laughs> he's other, the other bug guy the other bug guy <laughs> yes, and now he has to pay for his stuff now yeah, twelve dollars for a cup of coffee <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah all throughout the back of his mind He's he's wondering like, did I kill Kang? Did Kang did I, die? Did I really stop? Him? Did I mess it up? Did I ruin it for everyone? Because he says something's coming. Yeah. And and it turns out, and we didn't touch on this. It's all his multiversal mer- variants. All of his variants. All of them. Um, that are that they are the ones that exiled Kang into the quantum realm, um, and they have and they've talked about this on Loki. Uh, they talked about the whole multiversal war between the variants and everything. Mm-hmm. And so then we get to the post-credit scenes and you see the council of Kangs, the, the Kang dynasty, if you will, like every Kang 
is all of them all of them Uh, they're summoned to this giant you know arena thing and uh a couple of the the major kangs um they're based on actual variants of kang in the comics well, it's like the the three like king kangs or whatever. Yeah, the three, they're like the three major ones. They're like, they're... hey, uh, like, did uh, what'd you do? I I called them. Like, what do you mean called them? Who'd you call? All, All of them. them. Yeah. Like, and then that's when they go to the arena. Like, oh, I goodness. will say that one version of Kang where he's got that voice talking like this, like that felt a little overdone to me. Like yeah. the blue guy, uh, blue version of him, but um, yeah. Yeah, him having to play multiple roles like that and like all these you have to have some sort of variants showing yeah. up and and yeah, so that I think that is the big bad of all of the the big yeah. bads. Yeah, thousands all of, them. of them. Yeah, however they are. Um and so we go into the second uh, uh post credit scene where we actually basically get a preview for Loki season 2. Uh, where all of a sudden where it's like 1904 or something like that. And yeah. there's this uh, um, this version of Kang. I'm trying to think of his name. Wasn't he like uh, doing like magic on stage? He's a, Well, he's a scientist. Or a scientist or whatever. He's yeah. like showing this new invention that can manipulate time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the name of his variant. And he he's again an actual character in the yeah yeah in the comics. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, stalling for time, stalling for time. Trying to think of his name, but yeah, he's basically um, you know saying that you know he's got this device that can manipulate time, and who's sitting there in the audience watching all this, but loki and mobius mobius so oh, it was nice to see him again and uh uh loki is thoroughly scared of this guy yeah um and victor timely that is his name um of course yeah timely what a what a guy yes um and so he states time is everything it shapes our lives but perhaps we can shape it uh, and uh, so, yeah, this is another one of the variants that's obviously going to be the focus of, of Loki season two. Mm. And uh, it's great to be able to see those guys again. And uh, yeah, it's just seeing how prevalent Kang is going to be in this this whole ser- series of phases. Like, yeah, I'm excited to see where it's going to go for sure. But uh, I mean, how could like. Thanos was one guy like Kang is like hundreds or thousands or however many like how are they going to defeat this how are they going to do this are they going to go back to the beginning of one universe before it's before it split off is there going to be time travel is Iron Man going to be back is, is Captain America going to be back are they going to because they're going to be doing multiverses are they going to be traveling multiverses are they going to be seeing all these different variants are we going to get more of the Fantastic Four with uh, what's his face Guy from the office, John, John, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Are we, we going to get that? You know, is this when the X Men guys are going to come into play, where they go to a multiverse? And you know, what is like? There's so many possibilities with what they're doing with Kang, yep. and I think that's very, very important. Um, they could be bringing back some characters who have to have died. 
Um, they could be different variants where instead of it's instead of Captain America, it's Captain Britain. What is it, Captain England? Uh, Captain Britain is is another character. Yeah, yeah, like so they're just like instead of Captain America, it's it's the um, Agent Carter's Captain America or Captain whatever it whatever it is. You know, they're gonna do some of that stuff, or they're gonna bring in more of the like what if characters and all that stuff. Like, I think the. I think the possibilities are endless with what they're doing right now. And which is kind of like breaking all the rules, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, well, people died, but you know, we're going to, we're going to make it. So no one died, you know, kind of thing. So, yep. but if we're going to get more Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Or if we're going to get some more uh, Captain America, I think that'd be pretty, pretty cool to see something where we have another moment at the end of the phase seven or whatever it is. And then they fight phase off of all the Kangs and they bring in all the multiverses and the original Captain America, Chris Evans, like Avengers assemble. And then they bring in everybody like, <laughs> I mean, is that what's going to happen? Probably not, but could it happen? Yes. I mean, they're we're going to do it. That's we're in all do. new territory now. Yep. All uh, new territory. Well, all right. Any any further thoughts on Quantum Mania? Uh, I I you know like I, I had mentioned this uh, previously in our life episode earlier this week, where it was just you know I was feeling I was getting kind of stale with Marvel, yeah. um, but the way they ended it in the after credit scene here with all the Kangs and the multiverses and how that's all going to play in, like I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm finally intrigued with it. Yeah, I, I think this is really kicking off the whole multiverse saga proper. Yeah. Um, and seeing where they're going to go with things from here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for sure. Mm-hmm. Next up is Guardians 3, uh, which I believe comes out in May, either April or May. I think it's May. Yeah. May. Um, so definitely looking forward to what's coming next. Right. So, of course, we asked you, dear joiners, what were your thoughts on Quantum Mania? And uh, so, Bernabe El Ronchas Butters says, Regarding Quantum Mania, maybe it's my overall mood, but I was expecting more. The movie feels rushed with no heart. Kang was okay, but not really sure why I, why I was left wanting more. I can, uh, you, I didn't get, you didn't get the Cassie origin story. That's, that's what it is. Yep, yep. That's what you were missing right there. <laughs> I mean, you got the Kang origin story. Well, not really the the Kang who got, you know, exiled origin story of sorts. I think right. that was very very interesting. I like how I like how they did that. I, I don't. I, I like how they didn't pull in Kang from the Loki universe. I thought it was nice to see a store of individual story of what he could do and who he is. Yeah. Um, could would 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 have nice to see how Kang came to be the original Kang, you know, I yeah. think that'd be kind of cool to see, but maybe that's where you're missing. Gonna go, I wonder if they're going to go the comics route because um, if they, okay, I'm going to keep my mouth Spoilers. shut. Spoilers. Yep. Keep my yeah. mouth shut then. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, going on to you done messed up air a a Ron. Uh, he says, uh, I enjoyed the movie for the most part, although I wonder if Marvel might have backed themselves into a corner with how long they int- or how they introduced Kang. From an in-universe standpoint, it made sense, but I also think because of the tone of the Ant-Man movie, the tone the Ant-Man movies typically take, it kind of limited the gravitas of the guy that Marvel's supposed to be building as the successor to Thanos. 
which was already going to be a tough act to follow. Although it is in keeping with Ant-Man as the so-called B-list guy that consistently has massive effects on the overarching MCU plot. So I guess there's a trade-off. Yeah, I see it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, I, I agree. You know, going, you know, let's say Thanos. I mean, he was the big bad. You know, like I know a lot of people who played Elden Ring. They're like, how can I play a game after playing Elden Ring, which is considered one of the best games of all time? How can you go against after Thanos? You know, what can live up to Thanos? You know, yeah, are they, they going to be able to do that? You know, and they've got to do things differently. They can't, they're instead of doing the slow burn where like you kind of sprinkle Thanos in for a few seconds here and there they've got to do something completely different. So, mm-hmm. and I, and I think this, this council of Kangs is going to be, is going to be different. You're going to see him in a more prevalent role everywhere. Um, and that'll sure. sort of culminate, but, but we'll see, we'll see how they pull mm-hmm. it off. Yeah. Only time will tell. It's good perspective. So, uh, well, that is, uh, that is certainly all for us here for this, uh, wonderful Ant-Man and the, and the Wasp quantum mania spoiler cast. Uh, so of course, uh, you know, uh, quick, quick housekeeping. Of course you can find us on, you can find us on Twitter, discord, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. You can share what's, what's going on with you. Share more of your thoughts about Ant-Man if you'd like. Um, if you'd uh, rather connect us, connect with us, uh, visually, spectatorly, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can go to over to YouTube or Twitch where we are streaming different things, different times. Um, and, uh, of course you can connect with us, uh, over on, uh, on, on the discord, uh, and cause everybody's talking over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, finally on Patreon and our, our merch page, you can support and gear up with us. So click on that one link to rule them all. That'd be pa, uh, excuse me. <laughs> wow. Linktree.com slash the GMG pod. There it is. Uh, and then of course, if you can't toss your attention or a coin to your podcasters, but are still the giving type, then of course, please rate us and review us at Apple podcasts, Podchaser, or Spotify. Uh, it helps us reach new joiners through stars, exclamation marks, and your feedback. So let your voice be heard. And literally, if you'd like over at nine to nine GMG guys. So for Pat and myself, Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless you and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you have holes. (laughs) 